This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor. With mixed market bet builders, in-play betting and a selection of welcome offers, make sure your Premier League is spent with BetVictor's premier betting app. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. We're going to build a train so big it can't be stopped. From the executive producers of Power. We got enemies eyeing us, cops clocking us. Comes the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Tommy Egan is the linchpin to bringing down all of these gangs. Egan's too dangerous to be left alive. Power Book 4, Force. Game over. Premieres Friday, September 1st, only on Stars and the Stars app. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this latest episode of Turfcast Podcast with me, Joe Redman, and it's just me um, tonight, unfortunately, and the eagle-eared of you will have noticed um, I missed a word out there um, in the usual introduction. I didn't say watching, um, because it is just me. Um, Unfortunately, I've been a little bit busy this week, um, but I still managed to get something put together, don't worry, I still managed to get a podcast out for you, um, because it's it's just what I do, it's just what I do, even when we're ridiculously busy, um, we still manage to get things done, um, and usually when I'm busy, Simon can fill in for me like he did uh, on several occasions in the past, specifically, uh, especially the time I went on holiday, um, and then Simon managed to fill in for me, which was fantastic, um, but this week I'm ridiculously busy uh, doing some things, and Simon's ridiculously busy as well, so unfortunately we've not been able to find a time where we can both 
sit down and have a chat and it's uh, it's just one of them things unfortunately um, I'm very busy for the next few weeks but I'm pretty certain even even though that is the case um, we will manage to um, be able to get something done next week and it's a little bit more like usual but if not I'm sure um, I'll, man- I'll be able to get a, a podcast out for you um, like I have done this week as well it just will be a little bit different um, and if you are watching in inverted commas on YouTube this week, um, you will notice that the picture hasn't changed. That's because it won't be changing. Obviously, the video takes a lot longer to edit, as you can imagine. Um, so I'm just going to do the audio for this week. Um, and the picture that you can see on your screen now, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, will just stay on the screen and it will be audio only. Um, but that's it for the sort of like housekeeping, as I like to call it. And um, just before I do get into the uh, into the podcast or, or what we've got for you this week, um, I do want to quickly mention that we are, of course, sponsored by Pitch Sport. Um, if you haven't already, please do go and download the app. It is available on the Google Play and the App Play Store. And I'll say the same thing that I say every single week. It is a sort of like a fan hub where you go on, answer questions, predict your lineups, predict scores, and then give reviews at the end of the match as well. And there's even now like a league as well, four-player league. We haven't really taken advantage of, the, of that yet um, here at Turfcast, but we'll be doing it next season um, and having competitions and things like that, monthly, weekly prizes. Um, so make sure you download it so you don't miss out on that. But of course, I will give you a heads up um, next season. Of course, I will. Um, right, well, the, for this week's podcast, what I'm going to do then, I'm going to do um, something a little bit different. Like I've said, it's, it's going to sort of be like a, a clip show, if you will. Um, of course, we did the watch along for the Southampton game. Um so we did have a match reaction at the end of that. Um, so obviously, instead of me and Sam and having a back and forth now that like we usually would do um, on the podcast, I am going to uh, play the clip uh, when I finish talking here um, from the match reaction. So you can get our thoughts uh, on the game if, if you're not one of the people that, that watches the watch along or, or, or watches the match reaction on YouTube. Um, and of course, Johnny was on it as well uh, on, on the watch along. And so was Jared, um, but for whatever reason, I'm not sure why, um, he uh, left before the time, um, before the, before we could do the match reaction. Um, I think he had an internet issue, I can't remember to be honest. He did tell me, um, I've just forgot. Um, but for the match reaction, it is just me uh, and Simon and Johnny, because uh, Jared had gone at that point. But just to quickly go over um, some of the things, I, I think it's, it's very disheartening, isn't it, to lose that game uh, from being 2-0 up. Uh, we should have been 10 points clear. Um, at the relegation places at this point. Um, but unfortunately, it's, it's still seven. It could have been worse though, couldn't it? Because Fulham at 1-0 up against Villa. Uh, well, thankfully, Villa pegged them back. Um, so if, if you'd have said to me at the start of the weekend, the gap will still be seven points, I'd have probably um, been been happy with that. Um, but yeah, it's disappointing to go 2-0 up, of course it is, uh, and then lose a game. We should be sitting here at 10 points now and, and thinking about his holidays. Um, in the summer, uh, whereas now we're still looking over his shoulder slightly. I'll say the same as a thing, as I've said all season. Well, pretty much since December. Um, we'll be right. I think we'll be right anyway. Um, but big game this weekend against Newcastle. Of course, we could get dragged back into it if we get beat against Newcastle because we've still got Fulham to play as well. So, um, yeah, and Fulham are playing Wolves this weekend. So, we're not out of it. Of course, we're not, not by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not, I'm not saying we are, but I do think we will be okay. But anyway, here's what me, Simon Townley and Johnny Tate had to say of the uh, Southampton game on the final whistle. So as soon as the final whistle went, this was our thoughts. That's it. Absolute fucking shambles. Southampton 3, Burnley 2. We were 2-0 up against a very, very, very poor side who admittedly have got a good forward line and they're all back today, to be fair. Uh, Whereas against Brighton, they weren't back and they were out. Um, so that's that's the difference there for me. Just looking at the league table now, I'll quickly mention it. We are 
still the same distance away from the uh, relegation zone. Obviously, seven points. Fulham are playing later today, as are Newcastle, as are Brighton, to be fair. So you can pretty much discount all of that, to be fair, and, and just check the bottom at the Premier League table at, towards the end of the day. Um, but yeah, it's a very, very poor, poor, poor game at the end of it for me because um, obviously we were two 0 up. And then we've we've thrown it away. We should we should have seen it out. And Burnley always see it out when we, when we go two 0 up normally. Um, but for whatever reason today we haven't. It's it's the poor defending. They're just showing the third goal again, the Redmond goal, and it's it's poor defending. And of course, the Danny Ings goal was horrific defending by Ben Mee. Um, the first goal I can't really remember because I were on my phone. But um, I think there's there's a lot of positives to take out of it. We've scored two. We look better going forward again. Um, but defensively, we we were absolutely terrible today. Simon, what were your thoughts on it? Just uh, just frustrating because the shape, the, the momentum, everything went from... And it's impossible to think, in it really? Let's be honest, it can't just be simply that Eric Peters went off, but it's hard to not make that sort of bullet point that as soon as he went off, we all seemed to fall to bits. The shape were gone. Everything came down that left-hand side. I'm a huge fan of Ben Mee, a huge fan of Charlie Taylor. But everything came on that left-hand side. Um, a, a match for Charlie Taylor, I think, would have won that game and gone on and, and done great in that match. But for some strange reason, it all went to pot. Um, Danny Ings, what a finish. Burnley, Chris Wood, definite penalty for me. Could have had a penalty yeah, if he didn't get a good, such a good connection. Yeah, could have got another penalty if he didn't make such a good connection with that header. He might have been able to claim his uh, obstruction from it. But... Um, Frustrations all around me. It's very rare we go two and a little way from our bowie. I can't imagine, can't remember particularly any big games anyway, but I think it'd be even rarer for Southampton. Everton. Everton. Blow it. Uh, oh, sorry, blow it. I didn't hear that bit. Yeah, sorry. No, very and then, rare. And then for Southampton to go 2 0 down at home and then come back 3 2, it must be just rare. I think that, especially this season. Yeah, disappointed, mate. I think it's three points lost today. Well, hundred percent. Even if we were playing Man United at Old Trafford or City at the Etihad, it's three points lost if you go two in the look for me. Yeah. It's always three points lost when you go two in the look. Um, Johnny, what were your thoughts on it then? Yeah, that's Burnley. The infuriating best that they can do. It's that first twenty minutes. Actually, I didn't manage to catch the majority of the first half, but listening to you guys and obviously commentary on the radio and stuff, we absolutely battered them. But defensively today, we were absolutely terrible. Nick Pope has pulled off. Five or six worldly saves there. And the defence in front of him were, t- oh, it were awful. I mean, from midfield to defence, there were too much space. Every time they got the ball on the counter-attack, it looked like they were going to score. They put that shot up in the 22 attempts to Burnley's four. You don't deserve to get anything out of a game if that is the stats. Yeah. You've got to turn it up to get beat. It's That's disappointing. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know. From what I've seen of it, we didn't play that well, but... Obviously, I didn't see the first 20 minutes. So Yeah, first 20 minutes, we were, we were really, really good. I just want to point out that we've got a Blackburn Rovers fan in the chat. He says, ha, 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 come on, Rovers. I've just got just got one word for you, Russell. One word for you. Wickham. Anyway, let's move on. Um, I don't know where Jared's gone. He's decided to fuck off. Um, but let's have a look at what the comments say. Um, Newcastle game is a must win now, uh, says Lee. Yeah, it, it probably was anyway, to be fair, mate. But 100%, it definitely, definitely is. Uh, Dan Taylor says, should have come sooner, really. What difference would it make in the dynamics of the game? That's probably something he said later on, to be fair, and I don't know what he's on about. Um, Dan Taylor, again, <laughs> says, uh, 
Uh, can't see Dice being happy with the result, giving away a turn a lot. Very unlikely to throw that lead away. It was the defensive issues, mate. That's what it were. Uh, Joyce says, gutted. Uh, Christine says, thanks, lads, but very disappointed. Yep, as are we. Um, Joy again, though, does say, why take Vidra off? To be fair, Joy, uh, he did have an ass pack on his knee, so it's probably something to do with that, to be fair. And he did not win um, that second half anyway. Yeah, second half we were poor. First half we were really good, but we all yeah, were. Uh, Joe Clark says, Hassan Hutto living rent-free in Johnny Tate's head. Yeah. I'd, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Man? I just, every it's, time the ball went out of play, the camera went on to him. It's like, there's no fucking people on that, in that ground. I just, I just don't get the heart with him. Can't stand him. Can't stick him. I hope he yeah, gets I'm hit not. by the boss. Well, he's lost 9-0 twice as a manager at, at Southampton. So, he's obviously not all that. He's all, he, he can obviously build a, a side that play well going forward, but he cannot um, build a side that can defend well <clears throat> at all. Uh, James Smith says, uh, we were through on an attack when he blew the whistle. Judging by the attacks of the last few few times, mate, um, I don't think there's anything going to happen there. Gavin Weir uh, says, soon Nessel spot on should have been a pen. To be fair, I've not heard it. I've not heard what soon says. Cause I've got I think it's a diving. When he dives, he's got all of his shirt. You, you can, I think if he didn't get the head on, target they probably give it yeah but. someone's put on twitter that if chris woods appealing for that and screaming like lacazette did that time yeah. against burnley and, and stuff yeah. he probably does get it but i think because he's got the head away yeah he's not giving it um anthony roof says uh when we were on top we were playing the ball to feet and moving it around well again we stopped playing football and started the predictable long ball you say that mate but the second the second goal came from a long punt yeah. up field um, but we were we, we were definitely playing better football in the first half. I can't disagree with you there, around today. Um, and we just decided to. I think we got complacent. <clears throat> we went two in the up and just just sat back more than start playing long ball. We just, we just sat back and, and stuff. And then we could never find his rhythm again. I, I think the turning point was the Eric Peters injury um, for me. Uh, Michael Brown says Nick Paul kept Burnley in the game with his saves, particularly in the second half. Uh, do you guys think he's now England's number one over Pickford? Uh, in my opinion, he is. Michael, um, do I think he will be England's number one over Pickford? No, I think uh, Southgate will still pick Pickford. And I'm not going to say I agree with it, but I can I can understand it. Um, I can understand it, to be fair. Um, Graham Nutter, he's in the chat. Uh, he says, the back four in midfield two were poor today, more holes in a string vest. I don't necessarily disagree with that, to be fair. I think we should have changed the midfield in the second yeah. half. Johnny, Johnny said we should have brought Corky on. I agree with that. After, about, after about eight minutes, we, you knew that you needed to bring him on. There were no midfield straight away. I don't know why we haven't made that so can't work it out. I think that he's, he's reactionary, he's dash more than um, proactive, isn't it? Uh, and I think that showed today. Um, unfortunately, Jared's gone, so we can't ask him his opinion on the game. But um, yeah, I think I, I agree with the other two lads, really. Disappointed when you're going two in the up to lose the game. I still think we'll be okay. If Fulham win today, Things might change a little bit, and obviously Newcastle will be a must-win game, especially if they win today. But will they beat Spurs? Um, no chance. Um, anything else you two want to add there before we wrap up? No, I mean all eyes on the uh, afternoon's fixtures. I'm still not looking over my shoulder. I heard the comment earlier. No, we'll be right. Newcastle being a must-win game, but I think Spurs win tonight. Fulham don't pick up any points against uh, Villa, then it's uh, it's as you were, isn't it? And and at that point, before today's kickoff, we were safe. Um, yeah, yeah. Just dis- I'm just disappointed. We'll uh, on to the next game. Who is next game? Newcastle, isn't it? Is it? Is it home or away? I don't even know. Uh, I think it's home. it's home against Newcastle. Yeah, fair enough. Well, well uh, uh, just double checking. Yeah, it's Newcastle next next Sunday at uh, twelve o'clock again. 
Um, we've got so, four Sundays in a row or something. Yeah, we've got it's a month of Sundays this month, isn't it? But three of them at noon and Never one of them is four o'clock. Never in a bloody month of Sundays. <laughs> So you have it. That was our thoughts on on the Southampton game, and I'll say the same thing that I've you know I said at the start of that clip. Obviously, it's very disheartening to, to lose that position from doing the up. And I think just looking at some of their goals, um, it, it could have been prevented, especially the second goal. Uh, what what's Ben May doing there? Just sort of like letting Ings run past him, or, or should I say, running past Ings, and then obviously Ings is then got a clear through on goal. Um, and that's the problem with Ben May. We all love him. I'm not going to sit here and criticise him. He's he's a legend at Burnley Football Club, and it'll be a sad day when he leaves. Or, probably retires at the club, um, fingers crossed. Um, but it, it does have that every rhythm, doesn't it? Uh, and one in every 10 games, it, it'll have a sort of performance where you think, oh, come on, Ben, you're better than that. Whereas with Tarky, I feel like that's like one every 30, 40 games, you know what I mean? And you can't really think of too many mistakes off the top of your head um, that Tarky has made that leads to goals directly like that, like Ben has. Obviously, there was one at West Ham a couple of seasons ago. And every defender does it. Um, so, you know, you, even Stones, obviously, we saw it in England because it was Stones' fault, not Paul's fault. Um, they've all got it in him, but I think with Ben, it happens too often. Um, I love him and I still think, obviously, he should be starting. I'm not for any second um, trying to say that, you know, we should be bringing somebody in to replace him. Um, but I think that's why Ben's never really been in and around the England setup. It's a shame uh, that we lost that game. Like I said, two in the lot, we should have really um, seen it out from there, especially as a football club that we are known for doing very well defensively. Um, we're a very good defensive side. Um, we've been a very good defensive side ever since Sean Dyche came in. And Southampton, we were very, very poor defensively. Admittedly, as I said just then in the in the match reaction, they have a very good front four. Um, and if only we played them five weeks ago, we'd have probably cruised that game um, because a lot of their front four was out. Ings was out. Um, Walcott was out. Redmond's been in and out of injury as well. And, 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 and so that's like th three of their main players. Uh, in that front four. Um, Ward Prowse is a very good player as well. I think, I don't, I'm not sure if he's been injured recently or not, but yes, it's just it's just a shame that all their main players came back uh, for that game, but still, it's not an excuse. We should have seen it out. Anyway, that's what me, uh, Simon and Johnny thought of the Southampton defeat. Uh, here's the fan reaction. Um, so here's what the Burnley fans uh, thought of that defeat. Really loved the first 20 minutes today, Heath. Brilliant, first 20 minutes. Mm. And then for some reason, when we were 2-0 up, things changed. Yeah, and I don't think it was us playing badly. I think that basically Southampton switched it on, switched on, and they're a patchy lot. And, uh, you know, it was a excellent... Uh, their goal was excellent, the first goal. And, uh, you know, hats off to them. The second goal was, let's face it, poor old Ben May, it was a racket. Uh, uh, still a great run finished by Danny Ings. Yeah. But uh, that should never have happened. No, so uncharacteristic. Um, and the third goal was uh, classic ball watching and not picking your men up. I mean, I, I can understand that. You know, you play zonal and, you know, in your defensive third or, you know, the top, the top of your defensive third. You don't play zonal in the six-yard box. That's the time to pick up players and uh, or in the 18-yard box for that matter so uh, we were found wanting there and I, I'm not too worried about it because that's something I think the manager's going to address and ensure that we get the numbers back but you can't be just watching the ball you've got to understand where your opponents are and you've got to be on them yeah Nathan, Nathan Redmond ran 50 yeah. yards 
yeah. without anyone picking him up, yeah. and he was left in the box by himself. Yeah. Uh, Ashley Westwood saw the danger, but for some reason decided not to go and close him down. Yeah. He was and pointing to him. If you watch the replays, he's pointing to him. Said, "There's danger." Oh, he's just scored. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, Heath. Mm. I'm not discouraged by that at all, because I thought, uh, you know, we Southampton, you know, came on strong, and uh, they played very well. They played well, and I thought we actually played well on the first twenty minutes, and uh, <laughs> you know, and we actually could have nipped, could should have maybe nipped a draw. You know, because of the so shirt right. Let's get this right. Yeah, Vars got to you know look. Ash, uh, sorry, Chris Wood is clearly impeded in the penalty box. His shirt was being pulled. Why has Var not picked that up? Why has Var not picked that up? You know, if if they don't pick that up, there's there'll always be shirt pulling. They won't stop. But if it, if that happens further up the field, it's a foul. So if it happens in the penalty area, it's a penalty. Yeah. So um, no, that that was that was too bad. Anyway, yeah, we yeah. Anyway, whatever. looking forward to we're going to take the three points from Newcastle. We have to totally. All right. Yeah. Uh, good evening on. and goodbye from New Zealand. Chin chin. All the best.
Well, it weren't making press, we were, uh, you know, like they always, they always go on about bloody uh, ex-players celebrating scoring a goal against uh, their, their, their ex-team, their old team, you know. Oh, Daddy don't give a fuck, does he? Oh, jumping around like he won't piss in lottery. All right, Daddy, fuck's sake, no need to rub it in, you bastard. Oh, but you can't, can't be mad at him, really, can you? He did a lot for us, didn't he? He did a lot for us. Oh, oh that, about that bloody goal at uh, Bolton. Bolton. Bloody Bolton, who? They were the bastards, didn't they? Oh, it'll always be remembered for that. Winner there, weren't it? Anyway, bollocks to Ingsy. What about Clarets? Yeah, so, still in it, aren't we? I was hoping that three points would take us out of it. So yeah, I have a big shout out to um, Anti Football and of course the New Zealand Clarets for getting involved in that. And of course, uh, for the rest of the season, we'll be doing the, the, the fan reaction. Um, next season, there's going to be a few sort of like changes on all aspects of the podcast. Uh, I'm quite excited to show you all, to be honest. I'm not sure what the plan is with the fan reaction. The, the video will definitely still be there 100%. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy, I enjoy getting the messages off uh, New Zealand, Clarets and Ante. And we're always looking for more people to get involved, especially for the rest of the season anyway. Um, so if you do want to get involved, uh, just send your thoughts over at the end of the match. Uh, just film yourself talking to two to three minutes about the match. Um, send it us and we will, of course, put it in the fan reaction video um, and in the podcast as well, of course, because that's where the fan reaction um, ends up as well um, but yeah of course right Newcastle up next um, similar sort of position um, Newcastle they've got players coming back from injury um, Wilson could be back um, I've been speaking to a Newcastle fan today who thinks he isn't going to make it um, I'm not sure if they're playing mind games or what. not the Newcastle fan himself like Newcastle as a club um, as a few think that he is definitely back as well to be fair so I, I don't really know what the crack is with Wilson but he's a very good forward um, and of course, Maximim, who um, played very well against us at St James's Park earlier in the season. Uh, we were poor that game, though. We were very, very poor. That was a part of the season where we were pretty, pretty shite, let's be honest. Um, I'm not going to pull any punches as usual here. Uh, we, we were terrible at St James's Park earlier in the season, so we need a better performance than that, definitely. But it, defeat is unthinkable, let's be honest. We cannot lose this match. If someone offered me a point now, and for Fulham to get beat against Wolves, I'm at the stage now where I think I'd probably take it. Um, do I think we can beat Newcastle? Though? Of course I do. I, 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 my, my prediction is we will win the game. Um, but it's getting to the start of the stage of the season now where it's 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 very, very nervy, isn't it? And we, we not, we're making it difficult for ourselves. We had a chance to pull away against Southampton and unfortunately we, we, we didn't take it. And, and now we're still looking over our shoulders uh, with this stage of the season. So... If we can keep the gap at seven points or, or maybe even increase it uh, slightly um, with Fulham losing and us getting a point, obviously I'm still talking about that scenario here, um, then yeah, uh, I'd take that. But um, yeah, I think we can beat Newcastle. Um, and to be honest, I, I, I predict a, a 1-0 Burnley win. Um, and what I'm going to do here is um, I've been on uh, a Newcastle show this week called Geordie Talk on YouTube. Check them out if you haven't already. Give them a subscribe. Um, and I spoke uh, to the lad at Geordie Talk about the Newcastle game and he asked me quite a few questions. And so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to put a little clip from that show, two to three minutes um, in, in the podcast here now of that show um, and, and then I'm giving you my thoughts on the Newcastle game just sort of like obviously succeeding on from what I've just said so here is a clip of me on the Jory Talk YouTube channel uh, from earlier this week 
but he thinks uh, two one to Newcastle. I said that myself. That's me being biased. But uh, so, what would your prediction be? Um, I think it's going to be tart. Um, but I think these tight games they suit Burnley down to an absolute tee. Um, I think it's going to be one nil to us uh, for me. I think we'll get a firm, maybe a second off uh, goal and then just say to you, break us down. It's um, it's up to you to break us down now. Um, if you had a lot of your players back, um, like your Wilsons and your Maximins, then I'd, I'd probably say a bit more like definitely um, a bit more open than that, rather than it being quite tight. But, um, at the minute, you've still got quite a few injuries. Um, Wilson could be back apparently, but um, obviously we'll, we'll we'll see. But uh, I'm going for a tight game. I think I think you've got to you've got to back Burnley when they're at home and they're playing against anyone outside the top six. Have a record against anyone outside the top six at home is very good. It's not as good this season as it has been, though. To be fair, um, but going over the last four years, it has been very very good. So yeah, we always tend to pull a result out of the hat when we need to. I think it's getting to the stage now where we need to get this win to to pull away. Um, and and I, th- I think we'll manage it. Well, Jess is 3 0. Somebody's gone for a Newcastle win. I wouldn't quite say it would be that in fact, Patrick, Patrick Paul, but I would I would still go for a Newcastle win 2 1. I would say that that's, that's my, my head saying 2 1. Right, so there you have it. There's my thoughts on the Newcastle game. Um, and that's that's it for this week's podcast. Like I said, I, I, I'm sorry it's a little bit different this week, but unfortunately, um, sometimes life just gets in the way. Uh, there is only two of us, obviously, that do the podcast. Um, fingers crossed, you know, we, we can build a bigger team and stuff for, for next season, um, as well as all the changes that we are planning. Um, not concrete, but planning um, for, for next season. Um, so, fingers crossed. Uh, we'll be. I, it's one of them things, isn't it? Like I said, life gets in the way. I've been doing a lot of stuff at a house. Um, and obviously Simon's busy as well with um, salon and things reopening sometime soon and of course he has his hair channels as well so sometimes life just gets in the way and I, I still work obviously and we both, we both have kids so it's just one of them things uh, fingers crossed it's back to normal next week um, I'm 99% confident it will be um, I should be what date are we on now I'm on the 7th so this time I'm going to be very busy up until the 17th um, and the, but then after that, uh, things should calm down. But I'm think I'm, I'm should be all right. We should be all right to get something in for next week. Definitely, it's it's just one of them things we just couldn't align when we were both free. Um, so it's it's just a bit unfortunate. Um, but yeah, we will be back next week, whether we do it like this or whatever. We will have a watch along for the Newcastle game as well. Like I will definitely because I'm sitting down and watching it anyway. So. I can I can just point a camera at my face and you can watch me if no one else can do it. I've done a watch along on my own before, um, but Simon will be the same, uh, probably. Um, he will be watching it, so he might as well just set a camera up and, and point it at his face so you can see us suffer. That's what we do. Uh, so the watch along will be there. I'm not 100% certain I'll be able to get a match uh, preview. Sorry, pre-game showing this week. Um, but again, keep an eye on all the social media channels. Um, and if one is there, um, then you will be able to um, you'll be able to find out obviously through the social media channels. But thank you for listening, and I will see you for the watch along on Sunday, twelve o'clock. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute 
all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.